you tweeted something I do not agree with. You rude person. Oh, did I? Oh, did I? You tweeted for Percy Weasley's birthday that we only support one Percy ship. Mm-hmm. And I cannot believe mm-hmm. you've dragged me into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rude. Look, Listen. there are so many other good Percy ships, such as... <laughs> you know we really love you It ain't our place to judge you Your feelings get about it naturally There's no point in hiding So feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's our Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. Hooray! Welcome to the pod. Hell yeah. Where we read and react to ridiculous shit. I'm excited to get into some ridiculous shit today, but first, we've got some enhancements. Yes. Announcement the first. I'm on Potterless today. Sequoia just uh, finished up being on there for two episodes in a row. Today's my turn. I'm wrapping up the Mike's coverage of a very Potter senior year. Um, we had so much fun going on Potterless. Uh, it was such a blast. So if you're here from Potterless, welcome. And if you're one of our dear listeners, maybe go check that out. It was really fun. Yeah, for sure. Go listen to the last three episodes of Fodderless that we took over. <laughs> to ju- just the second act of a very Potter senior year. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that was a ton of fun, so go check oh. those out. And if you're new, welcome! We're excited to have you. We're gonna Sequoia's gonna read some stupid stuff to me today, I assume. Yes. I'm gonna read some Amazing listener submitted fucking nonsense to you today. Cool. Speaking of our lovely listeners, we got the cutest fan art the other day, and I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, link to it in the description. We got it on Instagram. Somebody drew us. So cute. Just so fun and cute. And I loved it a lot. Yeah, we get so much fun stuff sent to us. Thank you, everyone, for sending us both fun stuff and cursed stuff. We've gotten some very (laughs) fun cursed stuff recently. Yeah, you got to have a good balance in your life of fun Uh stuff and cursed stuff. Yes, correct. necessary. Now, you wanted to address something from the last episode as well. I did. So we... Okay, we went off on a whole tangent where I was talking about some movie where they pierced each other's tongues, and then we were talking about whether the parent trap was hardcore. Uh huh. Um, what happened was I didn't. I don't remember you saying that the movie included them piercing each other's tongues. I do remember you saying that it included them piercing, giving each other piercings, which is why I brought up the parent trap. So that wasn't on you. That's you're not the one that did that. <laughs> No, but I did say an apple, which is what they do in the parent trap. So I actively mixed up the parent trap and the movie I was actually thinking of, which was 13, a movie okay. starring Evan Rachel Wood and Nikki Reed, in which they are 13-year-olds who do a bunch of drugs and shoplift and stuff, which is not- Is this not- a movie that you have seen? 
actually, no, it's not. <laughs> but it is a hundred percent the movie that I was thinking. As soon as I saw the cover of the movie, like somebody tweeted at us when we put uh-huh. it out on Patreon. This was even before it came out, yeah. um, wide release or whatever. Somebody with two different people were like, hey, you are thinking of the movie 13. And I was like, am I? And I looked it up and I saw the cover and I was like, this is exactly the movie I was thinking of. And I have never seen this. (laughs) And apparently it's ice. They use ice in the movie and not an apple. But I was actively mixing up this like drug fueled like hardcore movie with the parrot trap. And I <laughs> I just wanted to clear that up. You had to clear the air, address this horrible misstep of yours. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm going to be totally honest. I tried to cut that whole bit out of the <laughs> episode. But then I was like, I literally can't, I can't take this bit about the parrot trap out. It's going to be so sad if I do. It's <laughs> Too stupid. No, that was too dumb to cut. But I was like, it's so dumb that I bring up a movie and have no idea what the fuck the movie is. No, that's right. That sounds good. That sounds correct. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, do you want to read some fan fiction? (laughs) Yeah, let's go ahead and get into some fan fiction. You told me you have two for me today, so... I'm excited for these point opportunities because you fucking got a point in the Patreon live stream that we recorded maybe earlier today. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about our schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did get a point. So I officially was the first one of us to put a point up on the scoreboard for this season or whatever. We reset the points and then the next two episodes were me reading to you. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I still haven't gone back and see uh, to see. Oh, who neither have I. <laughs> neither have I. Listen, we've been preoccupied. Once sure. yes, glitter is done, we can actively do literally anything else. <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna do anything else. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, here's your fucking point opportunities here, my dude. You have six right. point opportunities. So honestly, that's that's evensies because I've had six point opportunities. Correct. We'll see how I do. It's going to be bad. If you're new to the podcast, this is the part where we do predictions. So you're going to make three predictions about something that's going to happen in this fan fiction we're about to read. You're going to get three (laughs) clues. You will get when it came out you will get the genre tags and the title and then you'll make three predictions you can tweet them at us hashtag fanfic divination you can answer the question on our instagram story um and our patrons are putting those in our discord for house points or you know whisper them to the night wind (laughs) (laughs) but write them down stick that in an envelope write colin on the front and send them to call. Throw it in the river. What? Throw it in the river, and it'll get to call it. Yeah, once you throw it in the river, then. We were just addressing the new listeners, and new listeners will not know who Colin is, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> That's for all the Colin heads out there. Okay, um, we got to pander to the Colin heads every once in a while. <laughs> all right, here are your clues. Right. Clue number one, the title. 
this fan fiction is called Snape's Revenge. The genre tags are humor slash parody. No. And this came out post Goblet of Fire. I love that time period. It's the best time period. It's a good time period. <laughs> oh my god. Those few months before Order of the Phoenix came out were stupid. <laughs> All right. I have three predictions. Prediction number one. The target of Snape's revenge is the Marauders. Okay. Is that specific enough? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, prediction number two. There will be a color change prank in this. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and prediction number three, Snape will not get any revenge in this. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, great. <laughs> I love nothing more than a prediction to contradict there the are no knives in this <laughs> there Fuck. are no knives all right great here we go snape's revenge professor severus snape had never much cared for summer too happy and bright is summer happy we have had the least happy summer i think ever <laughs> No, that's uh, very valid, very valid. Some are not always happy. Not always <laughs> cheerful and bright. Maybe bright. Not even bright. Jesus, have you been outside recently? Can't see the sun because all of the smoke from the California fires is blocking out the sun where we live. <laughs> in Utah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. No, Snape's wrong about summer. Summer's not happy or bright or cheerful. Thank you. <laughs> It's 2020! (laughs) All right, it's not 2020. It's 1990, I don't know, five. Cheerfulness made him ill. Uh Uh-huh. On the positive side, there were no students. Yeah, honestly, I would think that summer would be the best time for Snape. Doesn't have to deal with students. Mm Mm-hmm. Can do whatever he wants. Hypothetically. He spent a lot of time. I mean, like, he didn't have any assignments. I guess he has an assignment this summer. This summer, he has an assignment from Dumbledore. But the previous summers. He gets to spend all summer masturbating. I don't know. (laughs) What would Snape do with his time? Nothing good. No. (laughs) Uh, I feel like, how could he ever have experienced a happy or bright summer? Like, doesn't mm-hmm. he just have a, a cloud, a little cl- rain cloud that follows him around and blocks out the like sun? And... <laughs> sure. Uh. The Marauders put a curse on him so that a little rain cloud follows him around. <laughs> Why haven't I seen that? Goddamn. Wait, that was really good. That's a good prank. <laughs> That's a good prank. I like that. Whew. But that also made a negative. Torturing students was one of the reasons Snape crawled out of bed each morning. (laughs) Valid. Snape fucking sucks. But now the students were gone. Yes, Snape really did hate summer. Another reason were the stupid midsummer Hogwarts staff meetings. 
meetings. <laughs> this is, these are the staff meetings where they're like, fuck, we don't have a defense against the Dark Horse teacher yet. <laughs> oh, you don't even know. Here's oh, the- no. <laughs> I love this, especially because I can just imagine, like, Dumbledore. There's no you know students to puppeteer around harry's at the dursleys so like mm-hmm. what is he gonna do to him this summer and he's just mm-hmm. bored mm-hmm. he calls so a lot of staff meetings, staff meetings. <laughs> when i think of okay the, the first thing i thought of when you said staff meetings you know that one comic um where they have like staff meetings i forget what the comic yes. name is but where the professors have staff meetings? Yeah. Yeah. And Dumbledore's like, 10 points to Dumbledore. I don't know. He says that in everything, though. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's had the, he's having a ridiculous meeting because he's fucking bored. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> staff meeting. <laughs> they don't plan things as a staff. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't Dumbledore just, like, make decisions and then owl yes. everyone? Yes. 100%. What was the purpose of a meeting? What a way to celebrate the solstice locked up in the muggy staff room. Everyone looked miserable. Professor Flitwick was already asleep. <laughs> Nothing very interesting happened in these meetings preceding the school year. Years before, Snape had given up hope that he would ever be offered the Defense Against the Dark Arts position. Mm -hmm. Teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts, that was his greatest wish. It's a stupid wish. (laughs) (laughs) Why Why does he want that? He is so stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Especially because it's never, I feel like that's never made clear why he would, why he would want that. Yeah, like, did he arrive wanting that job? It seems like... It seems like it. Yeah, it's implied that he's always wanted that job. And it's never clear why he would want to teach that subject. Yeah, especially given, like, that his his thing is potions anyway. Uh-huh. It doesn't make any sense. Uh-uh. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Also, mm. it's fucking cursed. Can you not tell? He wants the cur- Oh, that's it. He wants to be cursed so he can die. Oh. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> now that we figured Got that him. out. <laughs> now we cracked that canon conundrum. Um, <laughs> that was his greatest wish. His most desperate desire. His fondest dream despite everything someday he knew that albus dumbledore would offer him the job (laughs) unlike everyone else dumbledore looked thrilled to be here i'd like to start off the meeting with an important announcement he said happily as you know hmm? i'm sorry you're wearing your potter puppet pal shirt yes and I am doing that voice. <laughs> yes, you are. Listen. I'm very into it. <laughs> the best Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Dumbledore voice. As you know, the defense against the dark arts teaching position is, as usual, empty. But I've found a solution. One that will hopefully be permanent. It's 
such a simple plan. Such a brilliant one that I can't believe I've never thought of it before. For so uh-huh. many years, the perfect person for the job has been right under my nose. Uh-huh. Snape's heart skipped a beat. A lot of build up here. Was this it? <laughs> Was this the moment he had been waiting for? Uh-huh. He could scarcely breathe. Dumbledore continued. And I'm sure you'll all agree that he will be a wonderful professor. Uh-huh. The new Defense Against the Dark Arts professor is... Uh-huh. Snape, Snape quickly tried to prepare a speech in his head. <laughs> what the fuck speech are you going to give, Snape? <laughs> also, like... Yes, I would like to thank all of you morons for this great <laughs> opportunity to show you all up. <laughs> It's like the first person ever to give a speech on getting a teaching position. Yes. Every time I get a job job offer, I also give a speech. Well, yeah, but, you know, we're all here for it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for offering me this um, waitressing job. I I can't I can't even believe it. Honestly, I'd like to thank um, my mom and my grandmother. Um, I'd like to make my, thank my friends for supporting me. And we're all like, yeah! Because <laughs> we all wait outside where you're getting interviewed. What? Yeah. <laughs> We've lost the thread. You all came with me to my job interview? <laughs> okay. Stupid. All right. Drum roll, please. No. Professor Snuggles McFlufferness Dumbledore placed a cute fluffy and pink bunny rabbit oh my god (laughs) did Dumbledore steal Draco Jr (laughs) it fits perfectly true Draco and Harry did Throw Draco Jr. away. (laughs) Uh, Draco Jr.'s here, ready to teach Defense Against the Dark Arts. Dumbledore's given him the incorrect name, though. Professor Snuggles McFlufferness? Yeah, obviously this is Draco Jr. Yeah, clearly this is Draco Jr. Um, I think Dumbledore's trying to pass him off, though, you know? as uh this this professor that's been here the whole time he says right under mm-hmm. his nose the whole time where <laughs> where is this, this this is not draco junior this is dumbledore junior oh yes his personal fluffy pink bunny yes it's been under his nose the whole yes. time yes great <laughs> Or is it is the is the rabbit what they call the Hogwarts student counselor? Like, oh, you've had a really tough time this year. Come talk to the to the counselor. And then the student walks in the counselor's office, and they're like, "This is a stuffed rabbit." <laughs> What's happening to me? My boyfriend died. <laughs> I really need to talk about it. This isn't helpful. 
Yeah, instead of therapy, they've just gotten like a like a bunny you can go pet. Mm-hmm. Not a person you could talk to Mm-mm. about how your boyfriend just was murdered by Voldemort and his body drug back to the castle <laughs> by a guy who's got a mega crush on you. And and him. Yeah. And him. <laughs> complicated stuff there can't talk to anyone about that but you could put pet this bunny yeah his name is professor snuggles mcfluffernis you could snuggle him probably probably right there in the name everyone stared snape felt like he had been shot with a muggle gun right through the head he's a rabbit Professor McGonagall pointed out. I know. (laughs) Dumbledore said cheerfully. (laughs) Dumbledore looks down and is like, oh, fuck. What is this? This is a rabbit. This is huge. A fluffy pink bunny energy. Is this the same (laughs) author? What the fuck? I don't think so. I might have to look, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. When Ron's like, what is that? And Harry's like, it's a rabbit. God. Did you know that that's a rabbit? Yeah, I know it's a rabbit. (laughs) I brought it here to to teach defense against the dark arts. I know, Dumbledore said cheerfully. He's boring, said Hagrid. (laughs) What? Hagrid's like, here's the fucking thing. If it can't eat a student or light the student on fire. <laughs> what's the fucking point? What's the point? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just a regular rabbit. Honestly, how dare you? It's not regular. It's very fluffy and very pink. Yeah. The rarest of bunnies. Professor Binns, the most boring ghost in the entire school, tried to stifle a laugh. (laughs) The rabbit. I assure you he is most qualified for the job, Dumbledore said. I urge you to give him a chance. Mm -hmm. I think he's sort of cute, Uh Professor Sinestra said tentatively. Thanks, Sinestra. Look at his floppy ears and his little bunny nose. (laughs) That's what Snape's been missing this whole time. Floppy ears and a little fluffy nose? Yeah. If he really wanted the Defense Against the Dark Arts job, what he needed was some floppy ears and a little bunny nose. Well, it's unfortunate that his animagus form is a giant squid then. Yeah. (laughs) Too true, too true. No one could deny that Professor Snuggles McFlufferness was adorable. Mm -hmm. Snape fumed. He had suffered watching the Defense Against the Dark Arts position being filled by a servant of Voldemort, an Mm -hmm. idiot, Mm -hmm. a werewolf, an imposter, and Satan incarnated. Now, Satan, what? Umbridge. Wait, this was pre-Order of the Phoenix, though. It was. Weird. 
That's very strange. Huh. That had not occurred to me. What the hell? <laughs> what are they so talking maybe it's about? It's not Umbridge. Maybe they're just they were just assuming. Yeah. Well, I felt like I thought that this was the staff meeting taking place before the fifth year. I don't know. Weird. What's happening? That's very strange. Who is Satan? <laughs> Who is Satan? Tweeted us. <sighs> now, a bunny? It was almost too much to take. A passage of time. Okay. The school year began, and Defense Against the Dark Arts quickly became the students' favorite class. <laughs> they said it was interesting and informative. <laughs> Challenging. Without being overwhelming. <laughs> oh my god. Professor S- Snuggles McFlufferness is fucking killing it. Uh, Fine. <laughs> doing a great job. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Professor McFlufferness had also become a favorite with the staff. Many of the female students had taken a fancy to the cotton-tailed teacher as well. <laughs> they wanted to S- hug the fluffy bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Lavender's gotta love this professor. Let's be real. Lavender's here for it. Professor McFlufferness is giving Trelawney a run for her money in yes. Lavender's book right now. 100%. 100%. Lavender. <laughs> <laughs> Snape was the only one who didn't like Professor McFlufferness. Snape was never going to like whomever Anyone? was in this job. Yeah, it doesn't matter what Snape thinks. <laughs> Any individual person? <sighs> he couldn't put his finger on any one thing that he hated about the rabbit. Maybe it was his pretty pink fur. <laughs> or the way he wiggled his little nose. Wait, okay, is this not a stuffed animal? No. Oh, oh, did I not make that clear? I was, I, I misunderstood. It's a real bunny. Weird. I mean, it is also Draco Jr. Could have been sure. turned into a real bunny. Oh, He's okay. He's a real yeah. bunny. Yeah, Draco Jr. succeeded in his mission at getting Harry and Draco together and became a real bunny. And became the professor of <laughs> the defense against the dark arts. <laughs> We've got a very reward. solid cannon going here. <laughs> it's like in the Velveteen Rabbit, right? Oh, it is like in the Velveteen Rabbit. Wow. This is <laughs> making some really good connections here. Thank Ooh. you. Or the way he wiggled his little nose. <laughs> or how cuddly he was. But one of the main reasons was that he had the job Snape wanted. As the weeks passed, Snape felt his anger building. He couldn't look at Professor McFlufferness without feeling the utmost hate. (laughs) Why this rabbit? Because the rabbit's a competent professor, obviously. Yeah, he runs an interesting and informative class that is both challenging, that is challenging without being overwhelming. That's all you ever ask for in a teacher. He's clearly the white wabbit for the job. Oh, my God. Snape was very qualified to teach defense <laughs> against the dark arts. 
And he was the only one who truly wanted it. He <laughs> promised himself he would have that job if it was the last thing he did. <laughs> so. Bye, Snape. One night, af- long after the students had gone to bed, Snape crept into Snuggles McFlufferness's office where he you know, was working. You know, a really late. good way to get someone else's job is to murder them in their sleep. Guaranteed way to get their job every time. Yeah. Do not do that. <laughs> well, I mean, that then the job becomes vacant at the uh-huh. very least. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Snape crept into Snuggles McFlufferness's office where he was working late. The rabbit saw the shadow of a raised dagger on the wall. <laughs> But as everyone knows, fluffy pink bunny rabbits can't scream. No one knew of the murder until the next morning. Oh, shit. Is the bunny dead? Yeah, he fucking stabbed Snuggles McFlufferness to death. Holy shit. (laughs) I guess Snuggles wasn't so good at defense against knives. Knives. (laughs) I did really like... (laughs) At the beginning, where you were like, there are no knives in this <laughs> oh, Funny, funny, funny. Uh, yeah. Who? No one suspected Snape. Why? That's, uh, there's, who else is there there's to suspect? There's no other suspect. No. It's literally the cutest little bunny doing mm-hmm. a fucking kick-ass job at teaching defense against the dark arts. Mm-hmm. Who else would kill this bunny? Yep. <gasps> no one, that is. Except for Harry Potter and <laughs> his friends. Here we go. I was wondering where they were. They're there. They're background characters. <laughs> Hell yeah. But they never actually went to the authorities with their suspicions. Of course not. Snape went to Dumbledore on his own. It was I! (laughs) (laughs) Harry and Ron were like, Harry, Ron, and Hermione were like, yeah, we'll just take care of this ourselves. But Snape took care of it first. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, I just like, how is this your plan to get the job, my dude? Yep, this is a bad plan. Yeah, the murder made sure that the job was vacant. Mm-hmm. But they can't give you the job if you're the murderer. Correct. Don't go in with that. Don't lead with that. It was I, Snape exclaimed in a mad scientist sort of voice. Mm-hmm. It was I who killed Professor Snuggles McFlufferness. Dumbledore blinked. Um, Okay. Why did you do such a horrible thing? (laughs) Snape's eyes flashed. Because I wanted the Defense Against the Dark Arts job. I've always wanted it. I can't let cute bunnies get in the way of my dreams. Yeah, you're definitely going to get the job now, Snape. Good job. <laughs> this is a great interview. This interview is going really well. 
at the end he'll make a speech and we'll all clap yeah um (laughs) i think if we're gonna take one thing away from this story it might be that we can't let cute bunnies get in the way of our dreams (laughs) dumbledore blinked again you wanted that job yes didn't you just hear my dramatic declaration Oh, I didn't know. You should have said something sooner. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Snape just assumed everyone knew that he wanted the job. He actually never said it. No, never said it one time. Okay. Snape's jaw dropped. I should have... Well... Can I have it now? (laughs) Dumbledore shook his head. I'm afraid not. You just murdered the last professor. So I'm afraid I'll have to send you to Azkaban. (laughs) If you're still sane by the end of your sentence, sure. Uh You can apply for the job. Okay. The headmaster shook his head as the Dementors drug Snape away. They went through these teachers so fast. (sighs) Now Neville Longbottom would have to teach. (laughs) He's not quite graduated yet, but he is the professor. I mean, it's not a huge leap from fluffy pink bunny to To Neville, a student. Yeah. (laughs) Specifically Neville. (laughs) Gonna give Neville the job. Dumbledore's always hated that kid. Maybe he'll die, too. (laughs) That was silly. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you to the listener that sent that in. I love that story. It's ridiculous. I got zero points. You got zero points. But honestly, like... There was no way I was going to get any of that. Nope. Ever. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Even once. (laughs) You did. When we were reading it, you did guess that the the uh, meeting was about, we don't have a defense against the dark arts I mean, what else yet. would they be meeting about? They meet about that every fucking summer. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for more? Give me more clues. More, please. See if I can do better this time. Excellent. This story is titled Rodent Problems. It is humor slash parody. And it came out post Order of the Phoenix. O-O-P-P. All right, I've got three. Prediction number one, Crookshanks is the main character. Noise. Prediction number two, this takes place at Grimald Place. Noise. Prediction number three, Wormtail dies in this. Amazing. Those are all very good predictions. Thank you. This title was not terribly helpful. (laughs) I mean, no, not really. (laughs) All right, let's get started with a rodent problems. Excellent. It was summer in Scotland. Hmm. Beautiful, glorious, full-blown summer. Hmm. 
Sunlight poured over the stone walls of Hogwarts, and the halls were empty of students, filled with ghosts, and prowled only by the teachers. Filled with ghosts? Like, filled. <laughs> There's like four ghosts. What? <laughs> yeah, when the students are there, all the other ghosts winter in a different locale. Because students are really fucking annoying. Sure. All yeah. right. Yeah. Canonically children are annoying so so um what what happens at hogwarts over the summer is they host ghost orgies yeah <laughs> clearly fine it's ghost summer camp <laughs> um, <laughs> up in his office surrounded by portraits and artifacts uncounted the headmaster was looking over applications for the newest addition to the faculty Oh my god, did you do two <laughs> new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher stories? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, everything! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, trickery. <laughs> are these by the same author? What the fuck are no. you doing? They're from different, different authors. Let me do this. <laughs> Fine. Yes, the defense against the dark arts position was open. Again. It's always open. <laughs> it's a fucking revolving door. <sighs> At the edge of the lake, where the squid was known to toss up the odd tropical seashell. What? <laughs> what? This story is full of just like... like like this author is incredible and just like uh -huh. went hard into like the flowery prose. Sure, but what? <laughs> Where is the squid getting tropical seashells Who in Scotland? <laughs> Who the fuck knows, man? Magic. I don't know. Uh, fine. Seashell. Um, at the edge of the lake, where the squid was known to toss up an odd tropical seashell, a woman appeared. Uh -huh. Beneath her feet, a magical flower swiftly bloomed, red and violet and spangled mauve. <laughs> Incredible. Story so much. <laughs> okay, Just so this, like this woman has appeared crying. and she's standing and it looks like she's appearing out of a big, beautiful flower. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that what they mean is that she, you know, she appeared, she apparated there, and then uh, a small flower came to bloom at her feet. Um, but what I really I want it to be is prefer that she prefer it to be enormous. Yeah, in a flower. Yeah, an enormous mm -hmm. flower appears and it blooms into her. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. She tossed her raven black hair over her shoulder and blinked her large silver gray eyes against the shimmer of the sun over the lake's surface. I hope she's here to teach dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's definitely funny. definitely. I let this Look, it's this... a parody. Dumbledore's like, I'm looking to hire Defense Against the Dark Arts, and she's like, I'm here to teach dance. <laughs> Jazz hands. 
those are not very good jazz hands. Just just so that everybody knows what's happening, like what I'm looking at. <laughs> we haven't done a visual bit in a long time. How's this going for you? <laughs> those are not good jazz hands. I didn't know you could fuck up jazz hands. <laughs> That's fucking rude. <laughs> All right, she's here to teach dance or whatever. She's looking out over the shimmering sun over the lake surface before pulling out the latest Firebolt 3000 and mounting effortlessly. (laughs) Swifter and more graceful than a breeze, she swept across the shimmering water. This author is doing some incredibly good things. They are, wow. I'm it's so impressed. So good. <laughs> she tipped a wink at the squid, who swooned. What month is it, Sequoia? What are you doing? <laughs> Listen, we can have background squid stuff in other months. <laughs> it has to stay background. It will. It's just this one line. Wink. She tipped a wink wink. at the squid who swooned in his watery lair and then alighted to the very castle doors, hardly a hair out of place. Um, I would like to mention that you can't apparate on the grounds of Hogwarts. Oh my God, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) You didn't need to point it out. We all know. Maybe you can bloom out of a beautiful exotic flower. Can't oh. apparate, but you can. Yeah, you can travel by <laughs> by the Plant. root system. Yeah, plants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. She was elegantly attired, in the same shades of violet that had sprung from beneath her feet. In such She's a plantamagus! <laughs> Love a good plantamagus. <laughs> In such lovely robes that clung to her slender, well-formed figure, and yet hinted at mysteries undelved beneath. What does that mean? <laughs> Are they talking about her belly button? <laughs> Just hinted at a belly button. Or does she have some kind of mysterious portal in the middle of her chest? The fuck are they talking about? They don't know. You don't know. How could you know? It's mysterious. It's a mystery. That's nothing. Her feet kissed the flagstones. And the kiss, very kiss, kiss. castle rejoiced at her presence. She have lips on the bottom of her feet. What is this woman? <laughs> the lips on the bottom of her feet. She is a plant. <laughs> There's a portal in her chest. <laughs> She's horrifying Sequoia. <laughs> She's horrifying. She's here. All unbidden, the doors gaped wide, and the deputy headmistress stood waiting to take her overcloak and escort her within. 
Professor McGonagall. She's arrived for her interview. (laughs) I've arrived. She has a speech prepared. For my interview. (laughs) Thank you so much for this honor. (laughs) (laughs) Professor McGonagall, I'm here about the DADA position. Welcome, dear. How lovely to see you again. Oh, it's so lovely to see the school again. It's been ages since I was last here. And I've been Mm -hmm. so many places since then. (laughs) Romania, to study dragons. France. To make out with Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Why else does anyone go to Romania? (laughs) France, for charms. India. To make out with Fleur. For transfiguration. (laughs) Okay, France to make out with Fleur. India for transfiguration. Okay, I don't have anything to say about and that. And China for astronomy. I don't so... have anything to say about that. <laughs> you don't know anyone in those places. That's true. I so wish I had been here during Voldemort's demise. I'm sure I could have oh. done something to save the Potters. Hmm? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, during his first death. His first demise, yes. Demise number one, as it, as it were. I'm sure I could have oh done God. something to save the Potters, to spare poor Harry the loss. Mm-hmm. Yes, dear. Weren't you in Lillian James's year? Oh, mm. yes, dear. Oh, okay. Interesting. So this is like a parody of a lost Marauder fic. Yes. Good. I like yes. this. This is stupid. I'm into it. (laughs) Oh, yes. Dear sweet Lily and courageous James and dashing Sirius and mysterious Remus. I miss them all so. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, dear. Will you have some tea and we'll chat before you go to see the headmaster? Oh, of course. I have so much to tell you. I've mastered... What? Time for some hot goss. <laughs> I've mastered so many things over the years, but I'm sure you're most interested in the amazing breakthrough that I've made in Transfiguration. I'm an Animagus, <laughs> as you know. I mastered that in my sixth year with Sirius, James, and Peter. Fine. They called me Scales, for I am a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking course this is good this is, they're, they're they're doing a great job hitting right? all the shit gotta hit every mark she's a dragon i do yep. i do you know i do think secretly she's probably also a plantamagus but yes you don't you don't lead with that I suppose. no you gotta keep that up your sleeve as a surprise mm-hmm. for later mm-hmm. Or whatever. Or later when you turn into a giant flower. (laughs) Oh, quite rare for an animagus, isn't that? Oh, yes. Usually people transform into non-magical animal, but I've got some Vila blood in me on my father's side. That doesn't explain it. (laughs) That's nothing. (laughs) What? That's nothing. (laughs) 
and mother was said to be descended from both Rowena Ravenclaw and even Merlin himself. Hell Got yeah. Got it. Got, Got that it. in there. Got All right. <laughs> no, actually, are we going to check every OC box? Mostly, yes. <laughs> Incredible. Thank you. So she can turn into a dragon, and she was in Romania studying dragons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did she make out with Charlie disguised as a dragon? I was going to say that it's probably Charlie's dearest wish to make out with a dragon. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so this is uh this was really good for everyone involved. Sure. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Weird. What's really unusual is that I found a way to change into more than one form. Yes. <laughs> Good. I really, you know, I mean, she is she has a second form, which is great and all. Um, but it's nothing compared to Rose. Yeah. Who could just like be any through. pigeon. <laughs> I've only had time to master one other. I chose it so I could perhaps spy on the Death Eaters and bring news of their plans to the Order. Yeah, Dragon's not a great covert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be limited utility for that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. it seems like a good battle animagus and maybe nothing else. Transportation's yep. good. You can fly. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but you Depends also how big and what spotted. kind of dragon, I guess. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like she t- turns into a human-sized dragon. What if she does? Uh, could be a human-sized dragon. Because if you're flying somewhere, you don't want to be seen. Yeah, Harry, Ron, and Hermione do fly all the way to Hogwarts on a dragon, though. <laughs> Yeah, but that was like a dire situation. Who? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you show me? The woman transformed. McGonagall sighed and put down her teacup. She reached over to pet the small, soft, furry rodent and transformed mm. herself. A moment later, a small tail followed the rest of the rodent into the maw of a silver tabby. <laughs> the crunching noises rather echoed. Good lord, the fuck? She just fucking ate this chick. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, you suck so much. I can't let you continue to live. <laughs> This story takes a turn. Mm, hey, Sequoia, if you die in real life, do you die in real life? <laughs> I'm never going to fucking live that one down, man. <laughs> oh. Okay. Moments later, Professor McGonagall took another sip of her tea to wash away some of the lingering taste of fur. Mm-hmm. Minerva? 
The fire next to her glowed green, and Dumbledore's head poked through. Has she arrived? No, Albus, I'm afraid she... McGonagall covered her mouth and suppressed a belch. She <laughs> won't be able to join the faculty this year. Ah, was the position not to her liking? Or did she have differences with the staff? <laughs> oh, no. She had a fling with Black, holds Lupin in the most esteem while still wanting to jump his bones. Uh-huh. Has the sort of eyes that could ensnare Snape in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Could have Sprout wrapped around her finger in a trice, and would probably manage to get the dueling club going again with Flitwick. Uh-huh. No, it's just... Rodent problems? Albus asked sympathetically. <laughs> McGonagall nodded. Could Minerva, like, literally not help herself? Yeah, I think that every time she sees a mouse... She has to transform into a cat and then eat it. <laughs> that is the weirdest idea. I like it. What? <laughs> the end. Excellent. Yeah, no, that last bit really, really hit also a lot of the like adult missing marauder comes to Hogwarts kind of stuff, too. They covered oh, yeah. a lot of those tropes really well, but oh my goodness. So you brought me to Professor Murder's Defense Against the Dark Arts Professor Fix. Yes, I did. That the listeners sent to you. Yes, I did. <laughs> I can't take full responsibility for this. It co- It's on the listeners too. They did this. They sent me these. <laughs> those were really good. Oh my goodness. McGonagall can't not eat mice. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I guess that's kind of chill for Hogwarts, though. There's probably, like, not any mice there. They don't have any Uh any mice. Uh She eats all of them. Yes! (laughs) Amazing. Oh, my goodness. Thank you very much. I did get zero points on that one as well. Yeah. Sorry about it. Oh, man. Oh. All right. Are you ready to go into a segment? Hold for the end, please. This is a hold for the end, please. I think it might be nasty. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> this was sent to dude. us recently. Um, they sent it to us for a variety of things. The email does say, I sincerely apologize to Edgar Allan Poe to the original author, to myself, and to you both. (laughs) Do with this what you will. Is this actually a hold for the end question mark? And my answer to you is yes. This is a hold for the end, please. You've done something incredible. Thank you to Nani for sending us Myrtle and Cedric and the Golden Egg. Oh, no. And you get to sit here and listen to me read it. Oh, no. (laughs) It's so good. I can't not read this. It's so good. Myrtle in her U-Ben sitting, through her mind, her troubles flitting. When a happy thought occurred, a plan to see through undeterred. To prefix bathroom she would go, though who to see she did not know. (laughs) 
through Hogwarts pipings every twist, arriving in the bathroom's mist. Upon a boy her eyes did settle, a handsome lad of fearsome metal. In (laughs) his hands, an egg of gold. From dragons brood, it took its mold. This is so so good. good. How could I not read this? Holy shit, man. Boy opened egg, a dreadful squalling, a frown upon his fair face falling, until he turned the egg asunder, replacing frown with blush and wonder, (laughs) vibrating egg to water sent, and Myrtle guessed the boy's intent. (laughs) Below a giggling mermaid painted, Myrtle could have almost fainted (laughs) if in her chest her heart beat still, and basilisks could never kill. Wow. As it was, she watched with joy the naked form of bathing boy. <laughs> Myrtle could not say for sure, boy or egg, who quivered more? <laughs> Delighting in his pleasure-taking, Cedric's body at once a-quaking. Another name his lips did carry, calling out for dearest Harry. <laughs> Suddenly, the movement ceased, ending Myrtle's sensual feast. The sighing boy lay back sated, and then, as if it had been fated, a delightful sound from egg submerged. Come seek us, voice from water urged. The egg's scream to song had turned, the future test the boy had learned, while Myrtle, happy and contented, Homeward bound, where she reflected in all her years, post-death and pre, never as alive felt she. Wow! Wow! How good was that? That was so good! Yes! Oh my god! Listener, thank you so much. That had to be read aloud. It was too good. Wow! Thank you so much. You did an incredible job. That was so cursed. (laughs) Yeah, that was disturbing and I loved it. Thank you. (laughs) And now it's time for... The Rex Zone. What have you got for us today, Sequoia? Um, I brought you a Marauder's Fic. This is a Lily slash James... Jilly. Um, it's what? A f- what? Who's creepily muttering Jilly? No one. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a funny story where um, Lily turns James into a glass of water. <laughs> um, and it's how they get together. It is very funny. Awesome. Is that, that the distillation of James's soul? It's a glass of water. <laughs> Weird, stupid, love it. Um, Thank you. The link to that fan fiction will be in the description. It will also be on our website. Fanaticalfix.com You can also find our story submission form on the website. Um, I guess keep sending Sequoia parody stories where... <laughs> professors murder each other (laughs) yeah sure that's a trend keep it coming (laughs) (laughs) also on our website you can find our merch 
the pre-order link for Yes Glitter is there. Keep sending those in so that we don't wildly underestimate how many of you want it, <laughs> which we had done. <laughs> yep, yep. We were about to order not enough. So thank you very much for your pre-orders. <laughs> There's also some other merch on there, so go check that out. There's also a link to our Tee Public on our website where you can find even more merch in a very wide variety of styles. Um, if you want to contact us, you can tweet at us. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of those are going to be at fanaticalfix or send us an email, fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Where you can send us, I don't know, more poetry. Yeah, hold, send us more hold for the end pleases or OCs or whatever. Yes. have so many segments now and we want your content because <laughs> you're all great. All right, if you like this podcast and you want to help this podcast out, there's a few ways you can do that. Number one, leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook or wherever, you know, review this podcast. Number two, trick everyone 2020. Tell your friends. We got a review recently that was like, mm-hmm. my girlfriend is listening to this all the time next to me. I like this podcast. <laughs> So can Excellent. you to do that? Trick your SOs 2020. Beep, They're beep. locked in wherever you're living with you. Trick them into listening <laughs> to the pod. You can also go visit our Patreon. We have newly discounted tiers there. We've got Discord where everything crazy and wonderful is happening. Today we mm-hmm. did a live streamed episode exclusively for our patrons. Um, there's lots of fun stuff going on over there, so go check it out. Hell yeah. If you are a patron for six months at a couple of our tiers, then you will get a shout out on the pod in the form of a story summary. So uh, Kim's going to do that today. Let's do it. Hell yeah, I am. This one was inspired by the live stream today. Here we go. Oh, excellent. Blaze never planned to join the dark side, but... Draco would not stop pleading for their help, and Blaze could not turn down having something this great to hold over his insufferable head forever. (laughs) So, the two of them came up with a plan. Using the Hogwarts drama club that Blaze had finally succeeded at resurrecting, they would trick Harry Potter into joining the cast of a brand new musical. (laughs) Then... On the night of the show, Blaze would switch out their fake wand with a real one and curse the chosen one into oblivion. But how will Blaze balance directing, choreographing, starring in, and killing curse learning? Will Draco insist on writing all the lyrics? Will Harry's incompetence cause Blaze to jump the gun? And... What will happen if Blaze realizes that the magic of theater means more to them than anything else ever could? Oh, oh my god. Um, (laughs) Um, Thank you so much to our patrons, Mary Tukler, Marissa Angel, Evelina, Tania Costa, Brittany Gutierrez, and Sarah Wolf. 
Your support means so much to us. Thank you so much. Thank you also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their amazing song, Wolf Star, as our theme song. Bye! Bye. <laughs>